0: The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests. If you're a sensitive snowflake that may get easily offended, then turn this off immediately. If you want to hear the real truth about the gun culture, then stick around. This is the Armed Citizen Podcast. what is going on my ghost squad welcome to the armed citizen podcast live this is episode number 250 yes 250 today's date is tuesday july 12th 2022 we are live as always on youtube and over on facebook so if you're out there in the live chat please go ahead and say something we don't know that you're out there unless you do if you are new to the channel new to the show Absolutely let us know that you're out there. Tell us where you're from, and uh, we're going to try to pop your cherry. Can't guarantee that you're going to get any smarter. We just hope that you don't get any dumber through this podcast, but we can't promise anything. If you want to call or text into the show, yes, you can call or text in. Utilize the Ghost Tactical Hotline presented by our good friends, Rod and Shelley Gates over at Aegis Gun Care. That phone number is 530-364-4678. If you're a veteran, really anyone, but especially if you're a veteran and you're in that hole, you're in the darkness looking for the light, call me, text me, email me 24-7. I can't give you medical advice, but I could probably be a pretty decent ear to listen and talk you through some stuff. If you are looking for someone that can get you towards medical advice, remember two things. One, you are not alone in this fight. You have a lot of brothers and sisters out here that are willing and able to help. And two, the world is a much better place with you in it. So please, utilize the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Once again, 1-800-273-8255, the Veteran Crisis Hotline. We want to spotlight, as always, the United States Marine Corps. If you have any questions on what it takes to earn the title of United States Marine, please see the website marines.com. And as always, we're a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network, so go check out all your favorite pro-gun, pro-two-way podcasts at selfdefenseradio.net. We've got a couple um, people that might be showing up here a little bit late. Uh, I think Clover, as always, he he's he's a bit of a diva, if you guys didn't know that. He likes to make an entrance, so uh, he'll, he'll be here momentarily, I'm assuming, and uh, yeah, he'll He'll be making his interest, and we'll have to give him hell for being late. So we'll have to wait on the shotgun of the week. But uh, now we're going to uh, talk a little bit about tonight about running lights on your weapons, whether it's a handgun, rifle, shotgun, whatever. Um, is it a good idea to run a light? What are the advantages of running a light? What are the disadvantages of running a light? And uh, we'll talk a little all about that now. Um, before we do that, Let's go ahead and, and say hello. We got Bucks out there. G-Webs is out there. I see yeah Rod is out there with Aegis Gun Care. If you guys um, aren't familiar with Aegis Gun Care, great cleaning solution and lube for your firearms. Um, only ones that we use uh, here. and They're great products. They're great friends. Known them for, I don't know, since 2019 maybe. 2018, 2019, somewhere in there. And uh, they're good people, good people. And uh, if you're looking for a great cleaner and and and, sol- and well, say sol- solvent and lube for your firearm cleaning, check out AegisGunCare.com. Faux show. Um, you guys know that we run our polls every Thursday, Saturday, and Monday at 10 a.m. over in our YouTube uh, community tab. We like to have a lot of fun with those, so let's go check out the first few of them. From last week, this was sent out last Thursday, and it's got 1.3 thousand votes. 1.3 thousand votes. The question, which of the following would you describe as the most southern? Options are sweet tea, saying y'all, biscuits and gravy, saying, yes, sir, yes, ma'am, using sir and ma'am, or teaching autocorrect on your phone truly how to talk. Um, I personally think that, you know, I, I would say saying y'all has always kind of been a, a Southern thing, but, you know, I just, uh, I've known a lot of people that are not from the South that use y'all now. Uh, maybe using sir and ma'am, but, I mean, I think that's just, being polite um i don't know if, if clover were here knowing clover's vocabulary and pr- pronunciation of words i would like to see clover having a discussion with his phone on uh, um teaching it the autocorrect how to uh, listen to what he's saying and not changing uh what he's saying now, this is something that I, I, I forgot to think about putting in the poll until it came up, and it came up in a comment. Now, now Buck out there lives, up, I don't know, about 30, 40 minutes from me. He said sweet tea. I would say sweet tea, but sweet tea is not just a Southern thing anymore. I think it probably was at one time. but I think uh, sweet tea is, has crossed the Mason-Dixon line at this point. But Rod out there is saying, bless your heart. And that very well could be. Uh, bless your heart. I think is definitely a Southern thing. And most people that don't know what that means aren't from the South. And if you are from the South, I think you probably, uh, understand what bless your heart is. Uh, got Lance out there off the X. What's up, homie? Chris, for the seven foes, zeros out there. Um, yeah, I I would say bless your heart saying, bless your heart's definitely a Southern thing. I would say, and I think this is everywhere, but especially in the South, we're, we're pretty lazy when we talk. Um, combining two or three words into one um, is is a thing that, um, you know, it is what it is. But I think that that might very well be one of those that uh, could be a sort of thing. But the poll says with 42% Saying y'all comes in at 42% in first place. Second place was Sweet Tea with 24%. Saying Sir and Ma'am is in third place with 17%. Biscuits and Gravy comes in fourth with 12%. And Teaching Autocorrect How to Talk is at 5%. I think that's probably going to be number one on Clover's phone. though. I think Clover, like I said, think Clover probably has some pretty interesting conversations with uh, Siri or Alexa or whatever he uses. Uh, I think he uses a Galaxy, but uh, so it might be Alexa or whatever, but I would like for him and probably Snob, I'd like for them to record some of their conversations with their phones. That'd be kind of funny. All right. Um, our second poll was last Saturday. It wasn't a very popular poll, apparently. I think I, I, I struck some chords with some people. Uh, It only has 712 votes, and that's okay. Uh, But this one says, hypothetically, hypothetically, if a bill collector calls you about some money that one of your exes or your ex owes, and they say they can't get a hold of them, what do you do? Do you give them all of their info or deny ever knowing them? Uh, That's an interesting one. We had 712 people vote. Had some interesting comments to say the least, uh, but let's hear what you guys have to say out there. Would you guys tell them everything they want to know about your ex or deny ever knowing them? Because That's a tough one. That's a tough one, especially when you like ex-spouses, ex-wives, ex-husbands. Uh, an ex-girlfriend is not a big deal, but uh, an ex-wife, especially if it was a brutal divorce or something like that. That's where it could get really interesting. Um, Let's see here. 72% of you said deny ever knowing them, which is basically letting them off easy. 28% said you give them all their info, uh, home phone, cell phone, address, where they work, all that good stuff. And the third poll was... Out yesterday, one point two thousand votes. This is going to be tying into what we're going to be talking about. Is in general, in general, do you run lights on your weapons? And the answers were yes, only pistols, only rifles, or I don't run lights on anything. And in first place was yes, they run like you guys run lights on your weapons. In second place, I don't run lights on anything. And then tied at 9% is only pistols and only rifles, which I think is kind of interesting um, to have those tied because I think that there are a lot of people. I, you know, most people, I'm not a big fan of running the lights, especially pistols. Um, I have a couple uh, pistols that I have lights on. Um, I don't particularly use them. They're more going to be spread around the house just in case. Um, I don't particularly like running lights on my rifles. Now I have them on uh, the battle rifle, and I've got it on. Uh, where did I put it? I just had it. Oh well, but I have it on my uh, my truck gun, the nine millimeter AR. Uh, got a light. That's going to be more of a truck gun. Um, home defense and all that so yeah there are there are reasons like i said good reasons bad reasons advantages disadvantages running lights uh rob right out there says no lights on anything buck says no lights on anything here too wes says don't run lights um and, and i get it um two two three says lights make you an easier target I understand that. Um, I, I do believe that that is uh, definitely a consideration, uh, and it really depends on how you use your lights also. We'll talk a little bit about that as well. I think that utilizing your lights in the proper way and and um, can help, whether you're using them or not, about making you less of a target. Um, we can kind of jump into that, but Uh, I think for the the most part, Rod says, uh, I used to run a light on his Colt Commando in a previous life. That was his LEO life, I'm assuming. Um, So let me ask you, Rod, being a law enforcement, when you were law enforcement, were you required to run a light on any of your handguns or anything? Um, Because... that might be something, I don't know. I mean, that, that, that might be a thing where police chief or the sheriff or whoever you're working for requires, while on duty, I should say, uh, lights. So Ken out there says uh, he doesn't run lights. But yeah, that might be, I never thought about that. Never been in law enforcement. But that might be something that's a legitimate thing, is, is you might be required to run lights um, on duty or something. And Lance says I was a light FUD. So Lance, from the time I started shooting with Lance, years ago now, uh, he's he's made this transformation into no lights, no dots. Started running lights. Started running little red dots on them. And now on at least a couple of his guns that I know of, he, he runs a light and a dot on there so he's he's been com converted com- convert convertimen uh that's another i don't know that's a word i just made up it's a southern thing we can just make up words uh he's been converted. and um uh, yeah uh now rod says no not at all they weren't required at all so it's, it's a personal preference okay like i said i, I wasn't sure if, if maybe uh the light thing might be a, a requirement on duty um now, Ken says as a federal agent, they were not allowed to run lights. It was, they, they just couldn't run lights. That's interesting. Um, that's interesting. So it wasn't even a personal preference. It was, you could not run lights. And, and Ken, if you're out there and you're willing to, um, maybe, is there a reason why that you weren't allowed to to run lights? Because I, I as much as I don't like to run lights, there are, some reasons that um, are good to run a light. And one of them is I mean, let's just be honest. It, it's if you're in a situation and you're going to have to draw your pistol or whatever, identifying someone, making sure it's the person you think they are, or identifying that they have a weapon. Um, and, and that's kind of where I was going with law enforcement. And this is not a, a, a bash on law enforcement at all. Um, but in the last few years, several years, there has been a criticism of law enforcement for shooting someone with the, what w- they thought or assumed they had a firearm and it turns out later, maybe they didn't or whatever. I would think that the light being able to identify the subject and make sure that, you know, what they think is a firearm is in fact, a firearm, the light would help in that situation. but. Uh, that's just me um but that's that's one of the reasons is uh i was interested if you're out there to maybe call in if you'd like the numbers scrolling down below rod says i'm so old that nobody ran lights well okay so rod is old as hell they might i don't even think that when he was working leo i don't think that weapon lights had been invented yet let's just be honest they probably had the old uh I want to say it was the FBI. Uh, they had your handgun and you kind of like ran it like this, uh, and all of that. That was an interesting. That was an interesting way to run a handheld light with your firearm. Yeah, he says we use lights. It's just in the offhand. Yeah, I, I've never. Uh, I never. Lance says I also run a handheld to identify. And then, yeah. Uh, now, Ken says that uh, his division determined it was too likely to make yourself a target in a multiple perp takedown. Uh, what's up, defense dad? Um, that's interesting um, because I would assume, and this is just, just having fun with this discussion, I would just assume that if you are in a multiple perp um, situation, that might easily be one of the times that you want to be able to identify that the perp is who you think it is or who they're supposed to be and if they have weapons or not. Um, I don't know. Yeah, now Buck out there, he's the old as shit too, but Buck says Rod's candle kept going out when he was on duty. You know, he 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 used candles. I want to say he, he used to ride with Paul Revere. That's how young that dude is just saying um but yeah um but yeah that's interesting that's interesting because like i said i i i it doesn't matter maybe i just thought the conversation would be interesting um saying that they this might be him let's go ahead and answer this ah armed citizen podcast what's up homie Hello?
1: Hey, Rod. it's Rod. What's up, man? Can you hear me? I can, yeah. Yeah, okay. I am old. You, know you what? are. You're uh, old as hell. We didn't, we didn't have candles. We didn't have candles. We had torches. You know, we wrapped them with the, you've seen them That's in the movie. That's West, fair. wrapped them in cloth and lit them on fire.
0: That's fair. That's so, fair.
1: Let's get real about this.
0: Yeah, but you did have horses. No, honestly, you were, though. <laughs>
1: well, the you couldn't have the um, like they show in the westerns is not true. You couldn't have the light uh, on the horse because it scared them.
0: Oh, uh, that, that makes sense. But
1: okay. when you, you know, but no, really, I was just gonna say we did back. I am old enough that there was no such thing as handgun-mounted lights. Didn't have rails on anything. Yeah, you yeah. Just did the offhand. Yep. Yeah. All anybody did.
0: And then that, so that, that makes sense why most people probably didn't use lights back things. It was probably almost more of a hassle to utilize it that way. Uh, even if you practice with it forever, it's still an uncomfortable, weird position, you know, to be in that that handheld offhand flashlight. It's just weird, but yeah.
1: See, I'm better with that. I'm more comfortable with that than with having one attached to my handgun. I still shoot, prefer the lock in the back, backhand to backhand
0: now i will say this is if if i was gonna run a handgun then um i i i would probably be more comfortable running the handheld light as well now on an ar that's a whole different issue you know um that's a lot easier with pressure pads and all of that stuff um but yeah a a handgun yeah i would probably say that i would probably be more comfortable running the handheld as well um now, do yeah, you... we had
1: the on our. It, as I say, on our commandos, our entry rifles, we all had the pressure switches with a light on.
0: Yeah. Do you like that style? I mean, would you would you run a light? Would could you see yourself running a light on a rifle AR? Um, or no?
1: Oh, I would definitely. Wouldn't have any problem running one of my rifle. Yeah. I don't mind them there. Yeah, And I, I bought one for one of my Glocks and I put it on, I tried to run it for a while and I took it off. I was like, the hell with that.
0: Yeah. Like I, have got a couple lights, uh, that I run on a couple of different handguns. And I, when I say run, they're a, a, attached to them. Uh, I very rarely shoot those. They're going to be more for staging different places around the house for that sort of thing. Um, I, I I don't particularly, I would never probably run one on my daily carry guns. First, you have to go buy a whole new holster. It adds a lot more weight and all of that. But um, I, I do see um, reasons why a lot of people this, do. I just don't like it.
1: This whole light thing, is funny that you're talking about that. because One of the reasons I called in is a buddy of mine years ago in law enforcement we were talking a while back about this and there was a company that used to train back in the day for the swat teams, entry teams they were a proponent of having the the light mounted on your helmet on your kevlar yeah and i always thought that was the dumbest thing in the world is to come shoot me light right there in your head yeah that's you know and I
0: yeah i i i definitely don't like them on on helmets uh, that that doesn't make any sense um
1: if you if you have them on your offhand, you could actually put your light up high and you'd be sitting down low. You'd have to shoot with one hand. At least you could remove your body, move the yeah. light away from your body.
0: Well, and, and, and that's one of the reasons why I would probably, if I was using a handgun especially, um, you know, there, like I said, there's advantages and disadvantages of, of all of this. Um, and let's just take, for instance, let's just take the, home defense scenario um one of the good reasons why a handheld flashlight when you've got your pistol and a handheld is if you have a light on your pistol or ar right whatever whatever you have a light attached um the only way to get that light to shine in a specific area is to turn that muzzle in that specific area Uh, And especially if you're in a house with multiple people, it's not just yourself, wife, kids, you know, parents, whatever the situation, you know, unless you've never ever been in a situation where you've actually had to point your gun at someone else, you have adrenaline, you have, you know, your breathing, all this stuff is accelerated. And it only takes as much as we practice about keeping our finger off the trigger, you know, when we're not ready to shoot, it only takes one little boom and... You're oh, yeah. flashing a light in that's a corner, like, and it. what if it's someone that you love or someone you know that's not the, the bad guy, and now the worst-case scenario, where if you've got a handheld, you can keep here, and you can just kind of point that in the corner while you're doing other things and just kind of flash over there real quick to just check that corner and not have a muzzle pointed. Now, well, I, if you want to talk about that, well, go for what, it.
1: What you're talking about? Yeah, just what you were talking about—the muzzle point real quick. Um, and by no means am I any expert, them. I'm not dogging on anybody. But yeah, no, no, Watch no, no, some no. of these cop shows recently. Watch some cop shows recently live, PD, and all those. I used to I'd get a kick, but a cringe. They didn't carry other flashlights, so if they had, like you said, if they had to look at something in the dark, they pulled their gun out and shined their light on it. Yep. Because that was the only light they had on them.
0: Yep. I was uh, like,
1: Gee, that's a little spooky. <laughs>
0: Yeah. 6.5 pieces. uh That's hundred percent true. I can point my light at the floor in the whole room. Yeah. The floor, the ceiling, you know, if you point at the floor, or the yes, ceiling, you're going to, you know, you're going to have enough light that you're going to be able to see around. Now, if it's your own home, let's assume that, you know, the layout of your home, uh, you should be as far as getting around you should not need a light to get around. You should be able to walk around your house without any lights on because you're the one that knows the layout of where the couches are, all of this stuff. So for me, the the best advantage of having a light, whether it's handheld or if it's attached in a home defense scenario is truly for identification, Okay. Um, that's just my opinion you guys, I'm not saying that I'm right. Y'all are wrong. Um, but the only reason that I could see why you would ever use a light for home defense is identification. It, It should not be to see around to make sure that you don't stumble over a chair or a couch or a table or whatever. You should know the layout of your home. And here's something to think about once a month you don't have to do it every day or once you know once a month or every three months or whatever you want to call it get the gun that you would normally probably grab whether it's an ar or a shotgun or a pistol or whatever unload it completely unload it take the magazine out unload everything and practice sweeping your house practice going from your bedroom to your kids' bedrooms, or the kitchen, or wherever that you might need to go, do that several times. No,
1: you're, you're right. You know, if you've never cleared your own house, you should go do it. You really should. Absolutely, Just to see what it's like. You know, but well, I'll get off here and let you get on. I just thought I would jump on real quick. No, no, you're good. Because the whole light thing's an interesting subject. It always is, and it always causes controversy. Because some people are so much for it, <laughs> so much against it
0: well you're i, I think wound up over it yeah light, I think light is a, your friend light is your friend um and it's just going to be one of those that uh um, how you use it yeah if used properly it could be your friend and there are instances where if used incorrectly there are some disadvantages of running a light but uh, yeah you're more welcome to stick around if you um if if you want to go uh that is cool i understand as well but that is our good friend rod gates with aegis gun care
1: but also real quick i'll get off but also on the yeah. flip side of that darkness is your friend too
0: absolutely absolutely yep no doubt about it
1: well i'll jump off here I'll all right man be you watching Great thanks bro y'all take it easy
0: you too bud So yeah, Rod brings up a great Reese out there real quick, says, uh, I didn't uh-oh. Did I have another one? I don't know. That was interesting. If you just tried to call, call back. Uh, we'll take your call. I think someone just tried to call, but uh, I don't know what happened. But yeah, if that was you, you just called a few seconds ago, go ahead and, and call back. Identification strobe, walk through the house in the dark. Every night, there you go. Um, Screaming Skull Saloons says I have an O light. Well, I'm not gonna, I'm not, gonna, I won't judge. But okay, he has an O light, Pro OD Green on his Glock 20, 10 millimeter, for when I am up at the cabin for black bear moose defense. That's legitimate. Running an Underwood Extreme Penetrator, 140 grain, 1500 feet per second in it. That's pretty good. Um, Ken out there says uh he does clearance drills with the whole family once or twice a month there you go that's pretty cool now what rod was saying is darkness is a friend especially in your home um that's what i was saying you don't necessarily you shouldn't need light to clear your home to move from point a to point b to point c in your home you should know the layout of your home by now um where darkness is a friend Is One, you should be able to move quicker, more efficiently throughout your house, hopefully going undetected um, with using darkness as your concealment, uh, using darkness as your friend and utilizing it to maybe move to corners or areas that they may not know is there. Uh, because they can't see it. they don't know the layout of your house. Um, so that's that's part of it. Another thing is is if you if you just think about it, when do most, and I'm not saying all by any means. Um, but when do most military operations, especially more of the reconnaissance side of things, when do those typically take place? Uh, and it's gonna be at night because it is harder to see, people in the nighttime. So yes, darkness can be very much concealment for you. It can can be uh, very much a friend of yours. And utilizing light um, can give away your position. And that is one of the disadvantages of light. Absolutely. I, I do believe that it can give your position away, especially if you aren't familiar on how to properly utilize your light. Um, If you don't know how to run a light in that kind of scenario, in the darkness and for specific reasons, if you're just turning the light on, especially if you just turn it on and keep that that steady beam going, sure, yeah, that's not good. You're always going to uh, probably give your position away um yeah (laughs) he says i'm just giving you hell bro he says i'm aware of the issues i I, i'm just giving you hell i'm not a big fan of olight but hey man it doesn't bother me you run what you run and if you like it and it runs and works for you who am i i was just giving you hell um let's see here buck says i would know my layout but the wife keeps moving things around well that's true too um that's why you got to continuously work at it and make sure that uh, you know where things have been moved to. Yeah, it's pretty funny though. Reese says, "Also, keep things around the house to make a criminal scared. I have knives to throw across the house, make someone turn when I move, or need to identify." Now, here's something is interesting because um, um, well, let's just say this. A lot of people have different deterrents uh, before they before someone even reaches your house. Um, there are a lot of people that say I'm not worried about them getting to my house because they'll never make it to the door or window. Whether that's lights, alarms, uh, I mean, I don't judge, but maybe someone's got some claymores or something. I, you know, I don't. I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know. Um, there are a lot of deterrents that people have for criminals before they even reach your door or window. So um, that might be something to look at, whether it's floodlights, you know, motion detecting lights, sirens, outside dogs that bark, whatever, you know. Um, So, um, yeah, there's a lot of things that people do outside the house that before even people even get in there. But um, <laughs> recess kids make it worse. That's pretty funny. Um, now, if any of you guys have ever seen Home Alone, um, they gave you a lot of great ideas on what you could do um, to defend the house outside the house and inside, whether it's matchbox cars on the floor or having torches above the doors. When people open it, they can burn their heads uh, freezing water by the front door so they slip it all sorts of stuff and it was a hilarious movie but a lot of that is actually pretty good ideas of what you can do to make your your house a little bit more secure um re says you can you can buy an alarm that when someone's driving up the driveway the alarms by the bed yeah you can do that um uh kids legos yeah um now truth says uh we've got six dogs and one of them is a hound dog well there you go if you've been around a hound dog you know he says a freaking raccoon walks up on the porch they'll all they're all on full alert that's pretty funny if you've never heard a hound dog then uh, you're missing out on something special in life uh, it's great I would say it's a great sound but if I had one of a neighbor had one I might not agree with that as much because it they're, they're funny if you're just around them every now and then. They could probably get a little bit annoying, I would imagine. But, um, yeah, you, you know, you're talking about having these alarms when people drive in and all that. And we're talking about lights on weapons, but lights in your yard. Uh, we have what they call a security light in our yard. Which it's through the electric company and one of those little orangish lights or whatever, but it's right there kind of lights up our whole front area of the yard and it it does help. Uh, I'll be able to look out and and be able to see a lot more than I could. Um, A lot of people, like I said, will run um, motion detector, motion detection lights, um, floodlights, if you will, in your your yard. Uh, You could set those motion detectors up to uh, an alarm or a, a siren, if you will. Uh, all sorts of, uh, of things that you could do that, that are out there, especially with the way technology is now. Um, and they can all alert you in the bed through an app. You know, there's all sorts of security things you can do that are attached to your Wi-Fi and they'll be able to, you could have an, a little iPad or a tablet of some sort at your bed and that could be your whole control center for the entire setup. Um, your alarm system and everything could be all through that one thing. If you've got that setup, which is kind of cool the way technology is, is doing that. Um, they run through my land chasing deer. Yeah. So, my, you know, the battle pup, she's a pretty chilled, pretty quiet dog, especially for a German shepherd. But she does enjoy, uh, we have deer that visit us every night in our yard. And she does enjoy talking with them and trying to play with them. Um, they, she doesn't understand why they don't want to be friends with her. Um, it is what it is. A solar powered motion detector. Yeah. Uh, you get some solar powered stuff hooked up to where, you know, it charges throughout the day. And then when it turns on at night, it's, it's, it's got enough, uh, power to get it through the night and then it just recharges itself every day. That's a beautiful idea. It doesn't cost you a thing as far as, as power. It's just, it's what it is. Um, Is there life after death? Trespass here and find out signs. So so he's got a couple signs out there. Sign with a picture of the Grim Reaper is placed strategically at the home. Also, thorn bushes, motion lights, alarms, cameras, etc. Sounds like you've got a pretty good setup there. Um, Pretty good setup. Uh, Let's see here. What does Rod say? If you're a friend and belong there, I will have given you a map to the mines and claymores um yeah having mines and claymores in the yard would be interesting um 223 says put some trail cams out yeah you could do definitely do that um a lot of people especially around here for obvious reasons in arkansas a lot of hunting and stuff goes on a lot of people have the the game cams and, and all of that that um are going to be I, I, I'm not going to say that they're amazingly quality, but they're they're going to be night vision kind of cameras you can put up anywhere, and it and they just take – something runs past it through most of the detector. It's going to take a snapshot. It's not going to be a video. It's just going to be a snapshot, and you can download those anytime you want to look at them and see. what's. You know, a lot of people will do that to see what time the critters are around or what time the deer are going to go somewhere else. Uh, they're going to come up to a specific time. We'll check those time and all that. But as far as home, um, yeah, you can definitely um, put those out there and you never know what you're going to find or who you're going to find sneaking around. Let's see here. Roll call up there. Everybody, I heart Roll call. Go check him out. Um, one of his neighbors has a coon dog and ran coons a while back and it was fun. He runs a TRL 7 flex on his BSG and used to have an alarm at the end of the driveway at the old place yeah Um, like i said you know i don't want to go down the whole conspiracy thing and say you know people are coming for you and all that people this is going to sound weird i don't want you guys to think that i'm making it okay There are people that are out there to steal stuff because they have habits that they have to fund. And then there are people that are doing it to truly survive for their families. Not saying either one is right or wrong by any means, just saying that there are different scenarios. Um, But being prepared for any situation is is going to be uh, a good thing. And like you said, having dogs outside, having um, an alarm or floodlights that are motion detection, uh, all there there are a lot of deterrents. And we've kind of gotten off the 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 whole lights on guns. We'll get back to that. But this is a great conversation. There's all sorts of deterrent that you can put before people even reach the home. Um, if Clover does show up, we're going to ask him this, because I know Clover's got... Clover's got some stuff. Uh, he's got his house and his yard set up in a specific way that he said, you know, many times. He's not even worried about people making it to his door. If they make it to the door, then, then he's gonna have, you know, they they really want to be there. So yeah, Marcus is out there. Um, Reese says. Signs like that in Arkansas can get you arrested if you shoot someone. It's not. It's not lying. Um, when you have those deer cams, some will send you text messages. Yeah, they will saying, and it will send a text message or something every time it takes a picture. It'll send a message stating the time. Uh, some of them will actually send a preview of the picture. Uh, depends on what level. And how much you want to spend on that kind of stuff. Um, let's see here. They're talking about different signs, and Reese says a no trespassing sign is all you need if they come knocking. I go rocking. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the no trespassing sign is very, very simple. Uh, some people I've seen, I've seen some pretty funny, I've seen some very uh, dramatic signs that people put out in their yards um, with warnings and all of that, which is great do what you got to do. But yeah, I mean, as far as no trespassing says it pretty much, uh, it pretty much says it all. All right, so let's get back to running lights on guns. And we're still going to talk a little bit about home defense. And we were talking earlier about the light giving your position away and that's that that obviously being a negative to having a, a, a gun mounted light um what a light can do we already talked about the identification side of things um being able to identify before you you pull that trigger and all of that but one thing you've got to keep in mind as well is a light in itself whether it's gun mounted or handheld Uh, Especially some of the lights they have now with these 2000 lumen compact lights that are just crazy. A light in itself can be a weapon. Um, If you're standing, let's just take the FBI 21 feet, and they say that 21 feet is inside 21 feet is what they would consider a self defense area. Honestly, it's usually between 7 and 12 feet was where most of these uh, incidents take place. 7 to 12 feet in between yourself and, and, the, and the bad guy. Um, so let's just say 12 feet. You flash one of the, and from the pitch black, where their eyes have probably adjusted into the light, uh, into the darkness a little bit as well. But you take one of these 2,000 lumen flashlights and you flash it right there in their eyes, um, what you do you think that's going to do? First of all, they're going to close their eyes, probably do something like this to block that light. And at that point, you're able to identify, you're also able to identify, do they have a weapon in their hands? Um, whatever, you know, but the, the light itself, people people tend to forget the light itself could be a very valuable weapon to have, um, not just for pulling a trigger, but utilizing the light itself as 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 a weapon. Let's see here. Um 223 was talking about the trail cam says He has it set on video and it sends um his phone a text. Gary out there says, just remember any light bright enough to blind your attacker might also blind you, also. Life bounces off white walls, etc. Um absolutely absolutely west says a light is the first level security 100 percent agree you know that light once again that light's a weapon and, and hopefully that's an enough of a deterrent in itself to get that person out i will never tell anyone that if someone's in your home and you see a weapon and and you feel like yours or your family's life is in danger do what you got to do, and sometimes that means pulling that trigger. That's on you. What I would say is, for me, I want that threat to be eliminated, and that doesn't necessarily mean that that threat being killed. It means the threat itself, not the person, but the threat be eliminated. If you have a light, and you blind the hell out of them and you scare them because they didn't know that you were right there and now you've got a weapon pointed at them or whatever whatever the case may be maybe you just have it in the low ready, but they they see your weapon and they decided to book it and get the hell out of dodge and run has that threat been eliminated yes for me i'm not looking to take a shot and in someone's life, unless it is the last resort, unless I truly feel that my life is they they've raised their gun pointed at me, or they're walking towards uh, the bedroom of my daughter or whatever, um, with a gun in their hand. Damn right. At that point, I'm taking that shot and not going to think twice about it. But for me, sometimes just shine that light in their eye or letting them even know that you're there. Hey, get out of my house. I've got a gun. I've called the police. If you don't leave my house, shit's going to go down. Let's be honest. Most criminals don't want to die. Most criminals are, are, are smart enough to realize when they're up shit Creek, we have to assume that criminals are smart enough to say, I'm out. I'll live to fight another day and I'll go find someone else's house. I don't care where they go. No offense to my neighbors, to friends of mine. I don't care if they break in your house. That's your problem. I want them out of my house. I want that threat eliminated. Now, if I have to do something, then I will. But I would like to think that there's enough deterrence that I could come up with without deadly force to uh, make that threat." Eliminated. That means they leave, they move on. Now you come back, you're not going to get that second chance. If you're dumb enough to come back, well, that's on you. Um, But yeah, Uh, let's see here. Let's go back and see. Um, All right. So defense says how bright of a light is too bright indoors need enough to of light to identify, but not blind yourself. So yeah, I mean, um, I, I would, I would think that most of the lights that you're going to find, especially for um, pistols, for like your handgun mounted lights are going to be, I have seen them as low as 300 lumen. I've seen them all the way up to about 800 to a thousand. Are there higher ones? Absolutely. There are, I would think that five Hundred to 700 lumen is, is going to be perfectly fine for, especially if it's in the house. Um, now, if you're going to be using it for a carry pistol and you're going to be outside or you're on duty or something like that, you might want to go with that 800 or 1200 lumen or whatever, because light's going to, you know, you're going to have bigger spaces that aren't enclosed. If you're going to be in an enclosed spot, like you're, you know, you're using this light only inside your home. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. Yeah, that, that 5 to 7, maybe even 800 at the most, but I would say that, that 500, around 500 lumens, is probably going to be kind of the magic number. Um, that's just, that's me. You, you, you can do what you want to do. I would say that that's probably um, a, a good ballpark to look at. Once you start saying this is going to be used for this, but it also could be used for that. What I would do is if you're going to have a low lumen light, for your indoors i would not make that a gun if you've got multiple guns and you're able to do this obviously uh, i would not make that gun multi-purpose i would say okay this is going to be a home defense gun it's in my my bedroom safe that this is what i'm going to use to to clear the house if if there's an intruder once you start talking about possibly being outdoors and needing a light. Now that's when you start talking about higher lumen lights because they've got to spread more, they've got to be able to reach farther away. And and because you're outdoors, it's not going to be able to bounce off walls and ceilings and all of that and forward to light up an area. The light itself is going to have to be stronger. So that might be like a carry gun or a duty gun. That might you might want to keep that separate and have a, a stronger light on that. That's just me. You can do what you want to do. Uh, let's see here. Um, now reese obviously is from arkansas and he says i say that because i did talk to the little rock prosecuting attorney he told me that all you need uh all is all you need they bust a window or a door and you see a weapon he does re- retreat you have kids or wife all you need speaking in tongues there my man uh but no i get the gist of it um someone breaks in your home and they have a weapon it is what it is. Game on if you want it to be on. Um, screaming Soul, Skull Slooms, no more than 800. Yeah, for indoors. If we're still talking indoors, absolutely. I would even go up to 800, honestly. I w- I'd try to stay around the 500. Uh, okay, then he agrees with me. Here he goes. He says 300 to 500 lumens would be ideal. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think that that's a, a good solid number. Uh, you can go as high as you want on the brightness let's be honest. Remember there's also, there are different kinds of lights. Okay. Um, there's white light. They have red lights, like red lenses, red lights. Um, we use those a lot in the, in the Marines. We've used a lot of red light. Um, it's harder to see from far away. Uh, you can still see certain things in red light. Um, but it's hard for them to see the red light Especially from a distance, so realizes there's different color of light in lenses that you could use as well. Um, let's see here. He says that I never want to have to shoot someone. Yeah, I mean that's just me. I I I hope I never have to pull a trigger in a self-defense or home defense situation. <coughs> but. If you have to, you have to. That's just something that you're going to have to do, maybe. But no, absolutely. No one's looking to go and do that. Excuse me. Throat Got a little tick there. Those Bell and Howell tack lights are pretty good. Bell and Howell? All right. I'm interested. Bell and... Maybe he meant Howell with H-O-W-E-L-L. Let's see if they have tactical pack light. Let's see what this is. Oh, okay, a scene on TV. Okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, I mean, you can you can hear all sorts of different ones. Um, one of the best, this is a handheld, not talking about gun-mounted light, but a handheld light <clears throat> probably the best one i've ever owned <coughs> excuse me God, sorry guys um is from la police gear and it costs like 25 30 bucks there's a video i did a couple years ago uh, you can search uh, my channel if you want to watch it and i shot that thing with a shotgun i drug it from behind the vehicle uh threw it on run. i, I shot the damn thing with a shotgun and it still runs to this day it's all beat to hell but uh, that thing still runs the la police gear and it was like 25 30 bucks something like that and it's it's the best handheld uh, light that i've ever owned uh, but there's some there's some really good ones out there for sure um <clears throat> he says i keep a quantum flashlight from harbor freight rechargeable has high low and strobe i keep one in every room i've got flashlights everywhere like it's it's to the point to where like <clears throat> my wife would be like what the but we use them it's it's funny that we're and, and isn't it funny that i have let's say let's say 20 flashlights around the house but when you absolutely have to find one you can't find it because you've used it and and forgot to put it back and you've done it over here and you're like where the hell are all the flashlights And you it's, it's hilarious but flashlights, yeah you know, my family we got a lot of problems that flashlights aren't one of them um but yeah for sure um for sure but yeah a lot of them do have high low the strobe um the strobe is a good thing uh for identification uh messes with their eyes a little bit but uh it's a strobe light you guys know what a strobe light does to you if if it's flashing in your eyes gonna you know like i said you're not necessarily trying to blind them you're just trying to get that half a second or that full second when they're doing this you know, identify who they are. Are they friend or foe? Do they have a weapon either in their hands or on their person? And then by doing this, they're showing you their hands. So you're going to see if there's a weapon in their hands. You're going to see who they are in their face, but you're also going to get to see, do they have a holster I mean, Do they have something, <clears throat> whether it's a knife, gun, baseball bat, crowbar, whatever. Do they have a screwdriver? Do they have something that could be utilized as a weapon either in their hands or on their person? And boom. So, yeah, uh, the, the strobe light is definitely uh, something that is is very, very good. Um, let's see here. Now, Buck says he has three stream lights he uses at work. Uh, I'm a huge stream light guy. Um, th- on, this is a um, <sighs> Surefire. Is that what it is? A Surefire. I want to say it's a Surefire. Um, yeah, Surefire. i am give to the name of it for a second. But this is a Surefire on my uh, little AR pistol that I use for that truck gun and all that. I, I run a Streamlight on that. I thought I brought it in here, but I didn't. I run a Streamlight on that. Um, on one pistol, I run a Streamlight. Another pistol... Um, so do I have two I have two or three pistols that have lights on them all together I think I have three two of them have stream lights I'm pretty certain um, and the third one has got the um, another light let to go in there and get one but I don't I'm too lazy to get up and go get it but yeah um, stream light I, I, I think personally. Streamlight um, is the best value for the money of lights you can have, whether it's handheld. um, They've got phenomenal handheld rechargeable USB pocket lights that are very small, but they're very, very bright, very, very good to have. I've got several of those. Uh, Weapon-mounted lights, they're phenomenal. The Streamlight, like I said, for me, is the best value out there um, for quality in the world. That's just me for the price. I would trust Streamlight on anything in any situation, um, and you're not going to not gonna break the bank at all. Defense that says he keeps a dedicated flashlight on the nightstand along with spare ear protection in case. It's the only flashlight I can always find. There's something to be said about having a dedicated you know, one that is, is, is where it always is. And, and you try not to ever use it. If you're looking for something and you need a flashlight, try not to use that one it, if at all costs. Try to find one somewhere else in the house because the last thing you want to do is utilize that. Take that to the kitchen because you need to go up in the attic or something. And forget to put it back in a nightstand when you actually need it now. You forgot to put it back in a nightstand. So if you're going to keep a dedicated nightstand light, try not to ever utilize that just for day-to-day circumstances. I would say once a month, even though you might not use it for a year, batteries can still go bad without even being used. Um, Once a month or once every three months or whatever, just turn it on real quick every light that you have just turn them on make sure they still are good because a light is worthless if you're using battery uh flashlights flashlight's worthless if the batteries are out just you know it is what it is uh ozzy says i have a light laser combo for the home they they flood a room without actually pointing the gun at someone until you identify yeah we talked about that also if you're going to use my opinion take that for what it's worth tell me to go to hell whatever if you're going to use a weapon mounted light whether it's a a a handgun or an ar or shotgun or whatever if you're going to use a weapon mounted light in the home okay for home defense please do not walk around just ready to go in the ready position you're you're just you're scanning keep that thing low ready up in the air, however you want to do it. I, you know, I, I suggest maybe the low ready. Once again, you're not having to point that light directly at someone to see, because if you're having to, if, if you're one of those person that's going to be ready to go and you're just scanning at all times, if you're, if you're in a ready position and you're, you're presenting that firearm and you want to see in that corner, you've got to now point that muzzle To that corner well you're pointing the muzzle at something that you may or or someone you may or may not want to shoot okay so low ready if you low ready you can still scan at the low ready. turn your light on if you need to every now and then that will bounce off the the floor or up at the ceiling or whatever but the low ready you're boom you're right here that's gonna that's gonna still bounce off enough to where it's going to light up that room enough to identify without having to actually point that muzzle at something or someone okay so just there, there's a way to do it if you're going to run a, a weapon out of light um laser light combos now <clears throat> this one and the one on my ar uh, little pistol are both light laser combos i I can't imagine, I'm not even, I mean, it might be on the light and laser combo together. Most of the time, I think I just have them set on light only. Um, I'm not a big fan of lasers. That's just me. Um, That's just me. Do they serve a purpose? Absolutely. They could be a deterrent? Absolutely. If you put a little dot on someone's chest and they see that dot, Chances are they know what that means. If they've seen movies, they know that dot is. They probably are going to just go away. Um, remember this. If you're going to utilize a laser, okay, <laughs> and if you think that you're ever going to utilize that laser to help as an aiming mechanism, make sure you zero that laser. If you're like, zero a laser, absolutely. You're going to have to zero that laser. And yes, you can adjust the, the laser light. Okay. Um, you want to make sure that if you're going to utilize that laser, then you just can't take it out of the box, point it center chest of someone and expect that to be exactly where that projectile is going to go. You're going to have to, once again, you're going to have to zero that laser. It, It sounds crazy, um, but if you're going to utilize that as an aiming mechanism, then yes, you might want to zero that as well. Um, let's see here. Lance says, uh, totally agree. Streamline is the best value for the money that works. Uh, recess battery change. Everything. I, 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 that's awesome. <clears throat> that's a, that's a lot of money to be spending money every three months on batteries, especially if you have as many lights as I do um i get the sentiment. and i think that's great maybe you have one or two specific ones that no matter what you're going to change that battery every three months i would say at least every month or two at least just checking the light you may have to you know replace them but just check and make sure they're still strong and all that like yeah okay i don't have to i don't have to change these if i don't have to um but yeah i mean if that's what you want to do to make sure 100 percent, go with it um defense dad says i've had I have several inexpensive rechargeable flashlights around the house, though Chinese, but they are, that they hold a charge for a long time, have three settings plus a strobe, and only twenty dollars from Amazon. Um, By Light is the brand. That's awesome. Yeah, if uh, if you're going to talk about just having just regular handheld flashlights and all of that, um, there is no reason to go spend three four hundred dollars on a flashlight if you don't want to especially if you're going to if you're going to have a bunch of flashlights kind of spread out throughout the house a lot of mine are the one or two dollar ones you get at walmart they're just simple led flashlights you get at walmart for a dollar i've got there's no telling how many of those i have um they work are they going to be the ones i put on a weapon probably not are they going to be the ones that i carry every day like in my truck or my pocket probably not but for just having a bunch of them surrounded and separated and spread out throughout the house, hundred percent, you can go and buy as long as they work. It doesn't matter what brand they are. Who cares what brand new thing is, is if they work and you can trust them buy as cheap as you can, where you still feel confident with them. Okay. Mark says ready or low ready. You waste time bringing up from low. Um, Absolutely. I didn't say low. I said low ready time. Personally, I'd rather be it ready to identify. I'm never, I'm never going to, I'm not going to say ever. There are times when I'm, when I'm kind of breaching a door, I'm going to come through that, that threshold gun up. And as soon as I realize, boom, I'm going to go low ready in certain areas, ready back to the ready, but low ready is, is a great way. Um, yeah, low ready is, is the best way. Uh, that's just my opinion um so but yeah uh I, I would not suggest walking everywhere in the ready or presenting If that ready i would not suggest that i would say low ready boom not a problem um defense says i only want a laser if it's mounted to a shark wouldn't that be awesome hell yeah that would be badass uh, I only have one gun, the laser, and it just happened to come with it. Zero to five yards. Any closer than that, you can't see it over the slide. There you go. That that brings up a good point. Different lasers for different. You know, a, a, a pistol laser light combo is probably going to be much different than a rifle laser like combo. Yes, the lasers and all that. Hundred percent. Make sure that you 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 find a distance. You know that. You can still see the laser, still see your three sites. If you're using an RMR or something, you can still utilize that as well. Whatever you're using um, for your sight picture, yeah, absolutely. Everything's going to have its sweet spot, so make sure you know what that distance is. Uh, let's see here. Oh, okay. I, I misread this. He charges them every three months, not changed them. Uh, yeah, that's, that's probably a lot better than changing the batteries every three months Like i said especially for me i has been a bloody fortune just in batteries um but yeah charging them yeah now like i said a lot of these have usb chargers you can just keep them on the usb at all times and then they're all they're guaranteed and if you have one of those uh not a big deal mark out there says streamline is great as far as a bat a battery a couple of months yes Uh, He says all of his lights are rechargeable. Not all of mine are. Like I said, I've got a bunch of these little $1 uh, batteries, uh, flashlights. And honestly, it sounds bad. But when those batteries go out, I will not change the batteries in those. I will throw those flashlights out or put them in a shoebox or something for later. It's literally cheaper to go buy a new one at walmart for a dollar than it is to go buy a three dollar battery let's be honest um it sounds funny you're going to be able to buy a flashlight with a battery in it for a dollar but if you need to replace the battery just itself it's going to cost you three dollars i can just buy three new flashlights with the batteries in them i don't know just saying Um, Mark says, I do like Olight rent owns for years. No complaints. Yeah. I, I I personally, I've never owned an Olight. Um, and when I talk about Olight, I'm not talking about the lights themselves. Um, I just, the company drives me nuts. Um, I, I literally get emails on a weekly basis for the last several years wanting to, to do some work and I just don't um I, I i work with streamlight i've worked with surefire i've worked with several different companies i just i choose not to work with olight because i know how they do business and it, it is what it is uh they're very popular and from everything that i hear the lights are good lights it's just not someone that i choose to work with um so when i talk about olight it has nothing to do with do i think that they're junk um i don't think they're junk I, I, I don't know if they're worth what they're selling them for these days. Um, once again, I don't have one and I, and I won't ever have one. Um, but I've, I've never heard, I have heard some, but overwhelmingly I've heard good things about lights. I just not so much I, I, I really want to work with, but uh, that's just me. That's a personal thing um recently that would be way too many batteries mark says i'm catching up sorry he says goes for sure on low ready door frames your cqb with team ahead i get it i want to be full ready as much as possible Ran sbrs for a long while at the home 16 inch. i get it um and, and, and this is this this is where it gets to where everything's a personal preference i choose to run low ready as much as i can I think where you and I differ is I'm going to run low ready until those certain instances where I have to be at the ready, and it sounds like you're going to run ready unless you have to run low. Um, That's a personal preference, and neither one are right, neither one of them are wrong. I have to say they're both right, and neither one of them are really wrong. It just depends on how you want to do it. I just think there's certain nuances that goes with each of them, extra things you have to be aware of. And it just depends on how, what you choose to do. Just master that skill. Whatever skill that is, just master it. I got no problem with it. Um, Buck says, I keep one light on charge all the time. Reese says, cheap lights for the kids. Hell yeah. Um, and no one need to say this, but I sure your comment section appreciate your responses. Uh, oh, I <laughs> he said "I didn't have to say that. No, this is what I love about um this is having a live audience. I could sit there and pre-record all of these podcasts and have fun just talking. I love doing and a lot of people don't like doing them live. I enjoy doing them live um because I do get this interaction, I do get this these questions and the conversation with you guys so um yeah this is i i, I wouldn't want to do a, a bunch of pre-recorded um podcasts you just put out there that, that's not something that i like the only time i do that is if i have to or a guest can't truly can't make it for a live uh or don't feel comfortable doing a live i'll do a pre-recorded but that's very few and far between um yeah and he says yeah he runs ready until he has to run low Uh, exactly. Neither one of us are wrong. Environment's change. We're on the same page, 100%. And one's thinking this comes down to maybe how you've been training your life versus how I've been training my life, Uh, different scenarios, uh, different, I don't know, thoughts or ways of thinking, strategy, if you will, tactics, if you will, uh, that we want to incorporate in how we do things in our home. Absolutely. Um, Everyone's going to have have their their own thing um some people instead of running low ready they like to run high they like to you know have run everything the muzzle high instead of running low ready for them that's how they've been trained this is what they like and it's easier for them to come down i don't like that personally i get why it would be effective and why some people would for me i like low ready that's how i've always done it that's how i was trained that's that's just the way it is um yeah uh he says no one right way 100 percent do things uh there are plenty of wrong ones i, I would say this um I, I i get your sentiment and i agree with that 99.9 percent of the time i would say the only wrong way of doing something is there's two ways one it's dangerous okay, like it's, it's very like dangerous for you to do certain ways because you're putting other people in possible a lot of danger, or two, whether you like the low ready, the ready, the high, ready, the low, whatever you want, it's slung completely, it's whatever however you decided to do that, it's only bad and dangerous in that situation if you don't practice it. If you don't try, I'm not saying master it, but you should always try to master your craft. Um, put in time to make sure that the handling side of your firearms, the handling is on point. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I would say that there's really no wrong way unless you just are being dangerous with your firearm or you haven't practiced enough for, to where you're comfortable. Once again, that leads to dangerous, being dangerous. So yeah. As long as you're not being dangerous, do what you got to do. Uh, Reese says, I also play tag in the dark with the kids to keep my eyes night ready. So absolutely. Once again, understand. Um, and we're talking home invasion still here. Okay. Um, when do the vast majorities of night invasions take place? At night. They're called night invasions or home invasions they usually take place at night. Usually late at night when they think that everyone's gone to sleep. So you've been sleeping in presumably a dark room. Okay. Um, you wake up where a sound, your eyes are already pretty much adjusted for darkness. You turn a light on immediately and you're going to be like, ah, oh, turn the lights off. You know, so now your eyes have to adjust to the light now. But you've also taken any night vision, not talking about NVGs, like the green night vision, but the natural vision that your eyes can see in the dark away. That That is 100% a weapon for you. Keep those lights off. Once again, you know the layout of your home. You know where things are, where things aren't. And you can see in the dark chances are they've been driving in their car a little bit to get to your house or whatever so they've been using their headlights they've been using flashlights to do certain things they've had lights on so their eyes aren't going to be as nearly adjusted to the darkness as yours so that's an advantage okay these are very very small minute things that most people don't even think about you know it, it, I'm saying this because if if you are in your home asleep or whatever, And you hear something outside that is that you say, danger, danger, danger. It's the window or door or a car door closed. Whatever it is, you hear something that wakes you up in the middle of the night. Don't be the person that immediately turns the light on. Don't be that person. Because now you've put yourself in a position that you no longer have an advantage. Keep the light off. You'd be amazed at how well you'll be able to see in the darkness. Okay. Here's another thing you can do. Put little bitty, they have them that you just plug into like little, uh, your wall outlets. You can get these little lights that are really small. They don't put a whole lot of light out. But if you put a couple of them spread out throughout the living room and the kitchen and all that, it's enough light that you can kind of see a maneuver that will help as well that that will give you a little bit more a little bit of light especially if they're like the low wall outlets that are on the kind of towards the bottom of the floor it will kind of shine around the floor that will help you a little bit get some of those there's all sorts of things you can do <coughs> excuse me sorry um Defense dad I'm on a second floor and is an apartment. I practice at the ready, at ready, God forbid I have to stray shot, but it's going towards a brick exterior wall, not in the apartments above or below. That's a fair, like once again, that's fair. He's got a situation where he's got people living above and below. So going high or low ready may not be the smart way to go. Sometimes that ready is because the only barrier that is a good barrier is here because of the brick outside. You've got plaster and drywall here, flooring, plaster, drywall down below, whatever. Yeah, I I get that hundred percent. Everyone's situation is going to call for different tactics. That's why it's nice to know all of them. You know, it is what it is. Uh, Reese says train the kids with Nerf guns. That's a great one. Um, not only are they having fun with the Nerf guns and all that, but you can teach safety. You can teach um, all sorts of stuff. You could, you know, they could have fun while working on their handling and their mechanics of it. Nerf guns are, are fun, and then at the end, it's have a big old Nerf fight. That's a Nerf gun fight. Those are fun as hell. Absolutely, uh, Ozzy practice clearing your home you may have to adjust how you point your weapon in specific areas 100% that's what i'm saying it's best to know as many different tactics as you can um going high going low going ready slung you know um so man this was a whole good conversation um Man, this is open up a whole other thing. Screw it. Um, If you're going to run a sling, being able to run a sling to where you can, you know, run it tight. Run a tight sling if you're going to run a sling on your AR or whatever. That way, if you've got to pick somebody up or do something with your hands that, you know, now you can't have your gun out, have a sling or have a holster if you're going to have using a pistol so you can holster uh, open doors, holster pickup kits, whatever it is um yes utilize holsters slings anything and everything you can be able to learn high low low ready high ready ready all slung transitioning from rifle to pistol pistol to rifle all of these things uh going pistol to shotgun anything whatever it is practice it it's it's a great thing to do uh mark says could agree more training master each trade there is one thing more important than all of it pt not as much saying this to you but some think that uh don't think of yeah i mean look i i am not in near as good a shape as i would like to be let's just be honest um dad bod like i i master the dad bod right i 47 years old uh, am i still strong still strong But I definitely got the dad bod. Let's just be real about it. But, um, yeah, physical fitness, you don't have to be Mr. Olympia or a a decathlete. You know, you don't have to be in perfect shape. You have to be in good enough shape to handle high-stress situations, whether it's lifting stuff, whether it's having to have stamina of some sort, whatever that is. Yeah, being in, in 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 decent shape, at least good enough shape to handle certain things is important, yes. Um, I, I'm not going to preach to people because I'm not that guy. I, I'm in good shape. I'm definitely not in great shape. Um found that out a couple months ago. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, I mean being in shape that that's just good for everyone no matter what you're doing. Uh, Mark says if you're if you're not fit training optics rifle everything does not matter. You know to a certain extent I know what you're saying. Yeah, 100%. You've got to if if you physically can't stay in the fight then the fight wasn't worth it. You've got to physically be able to stay in the fight until the fight's over. 100%. Um I try not to run any kind of night light inside my home. I'm not talking about bright, bright night lights. Uh, they are I have to say they are night lights, but they're not bright. These things are very dim. They're just enough to where like if someone has to get up at night and walk to the kitchen to get something to drink, they're not gonna stub their toe or something or whatever. They're they're very dim lights. Um, and if you put them like it's if you, if your outlets are low to the ground, um, then they're not gonna they're not gonna do but I'm just saying it's an option for some people for sure uh, now buck says he keeps a night light in the bathroom uh two two three seven practicing high port and low port and it's a great exercise there you go uh let's see here uh is 55 backs messed up uh raising two boys there you go i understand uh, Mark says, "Dad bought here too. Can do, but no Rambo. Uh, that changes things, of course. Along with what you and Chad is saying, hoisting an eight-pound rifle is tough for some, 100%. Um, and that's why a, a a rifle an AR may not be the answer for you. It may be a pistol. It may be something a, a 22. Maybe a shotgun. You know, whatever weapon system that you're choosing for your home defense. Make sure that you." or anyone else that could be utilizing in your family you can do that. that's that's why i choose a little five and a half inch ar pistol nine millimeter very lightweight and it takes glock mags, so i could you know utilize same magazine for my, the glocks whatever all sorts of different scenarios but it's a really lightweight ar and it's got a little sling on it anyone if, if it's my wife has to you know so not a problem but yeah 100 percent Whatever your weapon system you're going to decide to use, make sure not only you but anyone else that could use it in your household can can wield that weapon anytime. So absolutely. Um. Uh, he's he's two two three says he's got a couple skylights in the outside light. Display. There you go. I don't have skylights in my house. So, uh, but yeah, hundred percent. That that would that would definitely do it. I've met Ozzy before. We've met before. He says, "Try a Granddad bod. Could be a great Granddad Bob. My granddaughter is twenty-one years old. There you go. Glock with a Roni. Uh, I've got friends that that, that rock the Ronies. Um, I have no problem with them. Um, I, I I use, like I said, a little Fox Truck Mike. I can kind of swear I brought it in here, but I guess I didn't. Um, a little Fox Truck Mike. AR nine, five and a half inch barrel." Takes Glock mags, boom. Not a problem. 300 blackout pistol, 10.5 inch barrel. There you go. Um, And I know I've, have I shot your three? I've seen it several times when we go to the range. Buck and I shoot a lot together at the range. Um, I know I've seen it three. I was there when you bought the 300 blackout, obviously. I don't know if I shot it though yet or not. I don't know if I have or not. I can't remember. But yeah, 300 blackouts are great, especially if you're going to run maybe some subsonic. Um, ammo. Uh, you can, you can see what it say. You can touch it with a needle, ghost it. I might be away or dead. My wife or daughter has to use it. AR and several pistols. Absolutely. If you've you just got, trust me, we don't have just one around here. Um, <laughs> you should get a folding Glock for the beamer gun. Uh, actually, my. All right, hold on. I think I might have. Okay, I might not have. I thought I did, but apparently it's still. I didn't take it out of my truck, so I to go back out there and get it. Uh, sorry. Uh, my Foxtrot mic, like I said, it's a little 9mm AR pistol. Um, it has a folding brace on it, so it folds up and perfect. It's about yay big when you fold it up. It's awesome. Um, he said a convertible for a convertible. Yeah. Uh, it does fit nicely in the in the convertible as well not just the truck but in the convertible it does fit nicely uh, faux show sure. we're running almost an hour and a half into this we can keep going if you want if you guys have any questions or comments or topics that you want to talk about go for it especially if you have any questions for me i'll be more than happy to answer those um, i'll wait a couple more minutes to see if any of those questions come out if not we'll we can start sweeping the floor and all of that. Um, next week before, while I'm waiting for any questions or anything that you guys want to talk about, uh, like I said, I don't have to go, but uh, if you have any questions for me, go ahead and, or comments or whatever discussion topics, we can talk about them next Tuesday. I'm going to try to break the internet. I'm trying to break the matrix. We're going to have a shotgun chat. And I know that People that know me out there know that I, man, um, I tell you, I, I get a little rash. We start talking shotguns, revolvers, lever actions. When we talk some FUD shit, I, I get that allergic rash. We are going to talk shotguns next week. I've been uh, interesting con- conversations about shotguns lately. And, and yeah, we're definitely going to do that. Mark out there. Says have to go with a family subbed thumbs up and things. The wife is a little upset. Says I have to get in touch with my feminine side. So I guess I'll crash her car. Fantastic. Uh thanks for listening, Mark. Welcome to the dark side, man. Uh, I appreciate the sub and all of that. Hope you enjoy the the show, the content, the podcast, and all that. We've got a lot of stuff going on here that it, it goes tactical. So check it all out and uh, and all that. But yeah, go definitely get in touch with your feminine side, faux show. Um, but yeah. Uh yeah, we are gonna try to break the matrix next Tuesday. We're gonna have a shotgun. So um Clover is gonna be beside himself next week. He's not gonna know what to think about uh having a, a show dedicated to shotguns. Um let's see here, what does it say? Do you use Velcro in your truck for quick access for anything? um like firearm stuff no um do i have velcro for different stuff absolutely for bags or tourniquets stuff like that 100 percent uh but not for like strapping down guns or anything like that i i don't i don't you utilize that um there's <laughs> a question from buck he says are you feeling okay yeah, like I said, man, I I, I got a little uh, fever and a rash and a little allergic reaction, and I woke up and decided to do a shotgun. So I, I think there's still some lingering effects to the fud allerg- allergy, the fud allergies. Um, I don't know what to take. I'm sure there's some kind of tactical medicine I can take, um, but yeah, we're I don't know, man. It is what it is. Um, but no, two, two, three. I, I use Velcro a lot for different things, tourniquets, uh, maybe some flashlights, all sorts of stuff, but nothing nothing for quick access for like any kind of firearm thing. Maybe the only thing well, I don't even think I'd do that. I oh, would see maybe a magazine or something, but no, I think that I'll use them for tourniquets, first aid kits, flashlights, stuff like that. But never for um, any firearm stuff. Is I think that it, I'd be more worried about the weight being too much for the Velcro, and bad things happen sometimes. But uh, no, uh, I, I do use Velcro, but nothing for firearm related. He said, "Damn, you need to, you need some rain, dude. You have no idea. I think I've had an inch of rain since combined." Since, like, Memorial Day. Like, legit. It's bad. It's bad. Uh, it's really bad right now. F&H. Yo, ghost. Check out my new Instagram. I tagged you several times. You still on Insta, so Thanks for having me. G. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's on Instagram. I see all the stuff. I, I don't always comment. It doesn't mean I don't see the stuff that people tag me in. Um, but, yeah. I, uh yeah, for sure. I, I definitely. You've tagged me several times, and, and I think I've liked them or whatever. I may not comment because I, I I I just go through Instagram and kind of see what's out there and heart everything, whatever. Um, reply to people's comments sometimes and all that. But if I just if I don't reply or comment, it doesn't mean that I don't see it. I promise you. If you tag me, then I will probably see it. Um, he says he uses two to three. Says he uses Velcro for first aid kits, hundred percent resets rain in conway yeah we were supposed to get rain here tonight and the radar literally 10 miles south of us is where it formed and was heading south, south towards conway little rock cabot and all of that whole area yep didn't get us at all didn't get us a hit i need it man need it bad Uh, defense dad, don't know if I trust Velcro in a car. I know they make some applications, but I'd worry about the adhesive falling with temps getting as high as I can in a car. Yeah, I I tell you, um, two things that I have used, whether it's Velcro or tape or, 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 whatever, um, if you get some of the Gorilla Glue adhesive, whether it's Velcro or like the little tape strips, Gorilla Glue, handles the heat I mean it's we're talking it's been over 100 degrees here every day the heat index of like 110 to 113 every day and I've got things in my car that are with gorilla tape and gorilla glue uh velcro and all that not a problem not a problem um yeah keep tagging me buddy keep tagging me I had no time with that um recess the first time it's rained down there where he's at in Conway I guess uh, since Memorial Day yeah we we had like a half an inch about a week or two ago that wouldn't even supposed just showed up and rain for like half an hour, um, and that's really the only measurable rain like literally since Memorial Day like literally, um, yeah I went out, uh, super glue for cuts hundred uh, percent, especially if you don't have a first aid kit around or you don't have anything that can stop that bleed or whatever, um super glue can act as a very quick easy temporary stitching okay most definitely if you don't have a band-aid or something like that super glue you know trying to get get those together put some super glue it'll work for a very short time but it will definitely help uh, as stitching uh defense dad says i'm meant for firearm retention they make some under dash holsters uh, adhesive velcro mounts yeah there are some um um a couple that i have used um under the dash holsters that you can drill in underneath maybe like your console or wherever you want to drill it and then it's a magnet and it's one of those things where it'll fit pretty much any handgun um it's not like a handgun i've also taken an old holster um with a um a quick release clip from safari land that the the, the male i guess it would be the female version uh and then i have a bunch of holsters with the male versions on there so i can just slide that in whatever gun i'm using with a regular holster just slide it and i keep those uh, using a holster but a lot of yeah there's you know, universal ones that have magnet that drill in i i i probably would not for for firearm retention i probably would not use velcro once again um, I would use something that had to drill in or something like that. And then uh, I feel much more comfortable with that. It is, um, for sure. Reese's I mowed, had more dust. Yeah. I mowed yesterday. Matter of fact, uh, just to mow that there's some areas that I just needed to knock down because the grass really isn't growing at all. Had some areas that I had to, but yes, most definitely more dust and dirt, um, than grass flying around. So Yeah. 100 guys well it has been an hour and 30 almost 35 minutes so like i said thank you guys for watching live if you're watching this in replay or listening to it in podcast form now if you have any questions or comments the conversation does not have to end right now utilize the comment section out there and if you're listening in podcast form they give you a chance to rate the podcast if you like it give us a th- thumbs up or five stars or whatever they use for their ranking systems and, and, and on all of that we appreciate it, it does help getting the, uh, the the message out there once again next tuesday the armed citizen podcast live next tuesday seven central shotgun talk we're going full fud folks full fud we're going to dedicate an entire show to shotguns holy hell um so yeah once again, if you're out there, thanks so much for watching, especially the live. It's an hour and 35 minutes. You guys are never going to back, but we do appreciate you wasting it with us. We'll see you soon. Simplify.